right, thank you for joining us on the Obsolete Gamer Show, and today we are happy to be joined by Chris Rickwood, the ongoing composer for Skype. You just got through doing an AMA. Uh, thanks for coming on. How was that? Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. By the way, you just said I'm the ongoing composer for Skype. Which... Oh, Skype. I mean, Smite. <laughs> Look at that. It's too. I guess it's it's early for me. <laughs> that would be Skype. that would be huge if I did. But no. <laughs> what would that be like? Music for uh, for for Skype. It'd be super annoying. That's what it would be. <laughs> yeah. Just do 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 do. We'll put that uh, on the blooper reel. <laughs> that's right. So how was how was that AMA? I, I I was able to look over there. A lot of people, you know, uh, posted questions and really enjoyed it. How'd you enjoy it? Um, I enjoyed it a lot. It was um, interesting because I, I've never done one of those before, and I've actually never participated in one, so I didn't know how quickly people would ask questions. And I thought I was going to be just kind of sitting around uh, waiting for people to ask questions, just watching YouTube or whatever. But as soon as it started, you know, the, the roll just started going, and I was typing at 100 miles an hour. So it was good to see that, you know, people care about um, – the music and smite and and had some pretty good questions so yeah it was a lot of fun yeah the the subreddit for smite is 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 pretty popular i see a lot of people talking on it and what's really interesting is now i personally i've played it but i'm not versed like they are something like that my friend ignacio the president of obsolete gamer he plays it a lot um but one of the things i noticed is you know every board especially mobas there's people that argue and stuff but it seems like in smite <laughs> it's not as toxic you know have you noticed that uh, you know, that's what people say, and I, I, I'd say that about all the high-res games. The, the community is uh, a pretty good community, and uh, high-res really tries to nurture that and, and get the community involved, and uh, that's really kind of how they, they grew to where they were. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that the, the community is such a, I don't want to say nice, but, you know, they're, they're, they're agreeable and, um, you know, somewhat civil. You know, you get, you get a few trollers out there but for the most part yeah it's it's a, a pretty civil way to play a game so one of the things i was looking over like the questions and when i saw that it said you know your scheduling has you creating new music every six weeks i mean what is that like having to come up with so much you know original music um it's not too bad now that uh you know smite has gone into where they they've expanded what Smite is, right? So it started off to be this kind of epic God versus God battleground of the gods, and you know the music reflected that. But now that they've, you know, they slowly with the skins have gone a, a little quirky and a little more tongue in cheek. Uh, I'm able to do that with the music too. So the music doesn't always have to be the same thing. It's not always super epic, orchestral, over the top battle music. You know, now we're doing. Uh, you know, death metal in some cases, uh, you know, some uh, Nintendo-ish kind of things. And, uh, you know, just I'm, I'm able to explore different styles. You know, I did like the summer chill techno tracks uh, for the last pack. So um, it's not too difficult to, to stay creative when, you, you know, you have a game that allows you just to, to kind of do whatever you want. So, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been connected with high-res, even back in, back in uh, Global Agenda. Is that correct? That's right, yes. So one of the things that I did see they, uh, the, they post on the AMA was people talking about their love for the old music. Unfortunately, I didn't get to hear, like, 
it back in the day because I didn't join until later. Um, what is it about the old music that a lot of people are clamoring for? Um, I'm not sure which which music you're talking about. I guess um, they're talking about in I guess in the beginning some of the themes changed the rotation or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So in the themes will you know depending on what pantheon uh, the the new god is representative of. Uh, the music will reflect that, so we'll play those themes. Uh, so if we haven't done, um, you, you know, a new Mayan god in a while, or actually I think we have done a Mayan god. I don't know where we're at. They're, they're, they're so quick. But, you know, if, if we haven't done like a Chinese one in a while or a Mayan or a Hindu uh, god, then those themes never get heard. And um, But they're available. You can, you can find them online <laughs> if you're really clamoring for them. Uh, but, yeah, I see what they're, they're – they, you know, when, when you, I think most people identify with whatever theme was playing when they first were introduced to the game. So they they may think that's the actual theme and uh, that's the one they've sat with for the longest. And I guess they, they long to hear that one. Now, you went to school for music, got a master's degree, has been doing this for a long time. Um, when I, when I One of the answers that you, uh, you posted, you were talking about how you originally was going into like film composing and things like that. And then you mm -hmm. set your sights on gaming and that, you know, that was really interesting to you. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I've, I was able to talk to uh, different people. Some people have done gaming. Some people have done entertainment. What was it about gaming that made you say, hey, I'm going to set my sights on that? Yeah, so uh, this was around 96 when I did my, my master's. Uh, I read an article. Uh, about LucasArts actually and their their music system and their composers and uh, at the time I was a you know a pretty big gamer I wasn't as big as I am now just because I don't I didn't have the money to buy games back then but uh, you know I grew up in the arcades when the Atari so you know games have always been a part of my life uh, but I never really thought about doing games as a career simply because uh, I'm not sure why I just I never thought that that music and games was a thing uh so like every other composer i was kind of looking to do film music and uh get into that genre because i was obviously a huge film fan as well and uh it just after reading that article it dawned on me like oh yeah there's there's good music in that stuff um and you know at the time we were using uh like the the I can't even think of the name, the, the rolling boxes where it was like general MIDI sound. So the sounds weren't that great. Uh, you know, we weren't using uh, live orchestras or live rock bands or any kind of live music at that time. Um, so I naively thought, you know, I I could introduce this industry to real orchestral music. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was that arrogant and naive to think, oh, they they haven't even thought of using like real orchestral music. They're doing this kind of fake MIDI stuff. I'll, I'll bring this to, to the, the game industry. Uh, you know, not knowing that the technology didn't allow for that. Um, so it was, yeah, so that was my, my, my naive thinking at the time was like, Oh, I'll be the one to deliver. I'm going to change this world. <laughs> exactly. I'll change, I'll change the video game world and make my mark by, uh, doing real scores. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of got me into that. And, um, you know, once I started digging in, I realized, like, oh, this is, uh, there are real people composing for video games. They just don't have the technology yet to to support all that stuff, uh, which, again, was exciting, me too, as, exciting to me as well, uh, because it was kind of, you know, a, 
uncharted territory that that we could actually blaze the path for. So that was exciting for me. Yeah, and, and later on when they, someone else was asking about working in video games, you talked about how you know it was cutting edge with gaming. And you know, I know especially like 10, 20 years ago it was still considered like, oh, that's for kids. It, it wasn't quite blowing up on the scene yet. But then you also talked about how there was no rules in creating video game music compared to maybe the entertainment industry. What did you mean by that? Like, is it more restrictive when you have to create uh, themes, soundtracks, and stuff for movies than with games, at least back then? Uh, absolutely. Even now, uh, if you think about it, a film is a certain length and it has certain scenes, and uh, those scenes have to tie together, and there's you know this linear path. Uh, where in games, um, first of all, there's so many different types of games. You know, from things like Mini Metro, which is you know this little small game uh where where you're tying train tracks together to like you know the last of us which is overarching story that's epic and beautiful uh so just the variety of games and what you can do not only with the composition but also the implementation of music you know how can we tie music uh to be more than just this wallpaper behind the gameplay uh the, the music could drive the gameplay. You know, it could be part of the gameplay. It could be uh, triggered by the gameplay, or or it could itself trigger the gameplay. You know, so there's these technical things that can happen in games that you can't get in film simply because you know film isn't interactive. Whereas uh, games, we're in there touching things and moving them around, and um, and hopefully, you know. Uh, the music supporting that, but at the same time, maybe the music can also uh, help drive that that kind of stuff. And of course, even though you're working on Smite, you've worked on a ton of other games, just a few here like Ghostbusters, Blood Rain, uh, Tribes, things like that. What's the process? Is it different, would you say, you're the thinking, the process of making uh, themes, soundtracks, music for video games, especially different ones with so many different types of genres than with film, or is it kind of similar? Uh, it's still music yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's still music that supports pictures. So they're similar in, in that vein. Um, but it's definitely, uh, you know, what I talked about it being interactive. I think that's the, the biggest difference is, uh, you know, you kind of don't know when things are going to happen and, uh, you have to write that way where, uh, things need to transition together with things and you have to think about how are these keys going to relate, um, uh, even though you don't really know how they may be played back in the game. Um, I find one of the biggest differences in games, uh, and one of the, the most challenging things to, to write for games is trying to sustain um, one emotion for a long period of time, but uh, not being boring about it, right? So if you have this epic battle which could last from you know, two minutes to 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, how do you put music back there that doesn't get old and still kind of drives you to, you know, keep that energy up and, and feels like music and it's not just, you know, drums rambling back there, but, you know, how is that emotionally, like, pushing players to, to higher intensities uh, while not knowing, you know, how long that's going to have to last? And is that thing going to last for 30 minutes uh you know, with within one one gameplay session. So it's uh, to me that's the challenging part is sustaining emotions 
Yeah, that's really interesting because now that, that you're explaining it, I was thinking about it. When you watch film, and I, I've gone to film school, they even talk about making sure that the scene is just long enough to convey what you want. So most mm -hmm. of the time, unless it's some epic battle, the, the scenes are pretty short. So if, you, if it's a love scene, maybe it'll go five minutes. I mean, you're not going to have such a long music on one scene. But like you said, with a video game, if you're searching in some creepy mansion, you may not find that key or the door or whatever for 30 minutes. So the music <laughs> has to be where you're not like, man, I am so tired of this damn music, and you turn it off. You yeah. don't actually listen to it. So that's true. That is quite a challenge. Yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting that a lot of people came in, uh, and on Reddit, look, I read Reddit all the time, so there's a lot of trolls and angry people too, even on a person that they like, someone comes in and has something bad to say. But really in this one, so many people just came in and said things like, hey, I love the music, I don't have a question, you know, you're great, <laughs> things like that. And I know that feels good, but one of the things is, I know people have talked and I've talked to other people that said, a lot of times people bypass music, maybe if, uh, a famous artist does a song for a film or something, they'll mention that. But the score and stuff, a lot of people overlook it. How does it feel to know that people are specifically saying, hey, I want to listen to this soundtrack. I want to buy it. I really appreciate it and not just bypassing it. Uh, it's great, especially in, uh, you know, the types of games that I've been working on. You know, most of the stuff I do are these multiplayer shooters or action games uh, in the case of Smite and Paladins, you know, those are esports games. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely aware that um, some people are going to turn that music off, and uh, they have to because they're they're listening to the environment around them, and uh, you know, trying to compete against other people by using the the sound as cues. Uh, so yeah, it's great that when people don't turn the music off <laughs> and, you know, actually listen to it. And, you know, I think one of the jobs, you know, I've, I've really tried to do is to make the music um, integral to that gameplay, you know. So even though it is a, you know, an eSport or a competitive multiplayer game, uh, music can, can still be used in a way where if you turn it off, you'll be missing some of the cues that you need, you know. So we, how, how can we tie intensity to um, to the music and how it responds, you know, um, maybe it's responding to like threat level. So if there's more people within your vicinity, maybe there's another layer of music that happens, um, or even just you know uh, Mario Brothers type, uh, you know, the, the time's almost up. The music's got to get quicker and, oh, yeah. and more intense and double speed. Um, so I, I think about that when I'm, I'm writing and even coming up with the music systems, like how can the music help the gameplay and, and alert players that normally would turn off music to keep it on so that they hear uh, these things that they need to hear to make them more competitive. And a lot of people talked about um, the different types of themes that they really liked. A lot of people mentioned like the Hindu theme, the Mayan theme, Mayan theme. Um, and then you talked about how when you were creating this, you paid attention to the culture so you could get things correct. Can you tell us about that process of, you know, making sure that culturally it fits uh, the theme, the music? Yeah, and uh, it it's an interesting thing because you can, you know, in, in cases like that, um, it's easy to go kind of the cliche way with the music or even, you know, just kind of skim the surface of, 
those different cultures and and I even though I'm, I'm aware that I'm pretty sure I, I'm still probably offending people out there with the, with the music I've written, but I've tried to be sensitive to, you know, what, what is that culture about? Um, you know, what instruments do they use? What are the scales they use? And I, I listen to just a lot of their, their music before I write it, just to, to kind of soak it in. Um, and, and not necessarily, uh, just spit it back out like a, as a carbon copy, but to kind of make it part of my uh, vocabulary so that I could put my own uh, little twist on it, even though, you know, it's always going to come through me. So it's always going to have just kind of a little bit of a, a Western flair to it, just because that's the nature of, of what I do. But I do like think about, you know, what, what is it, what is it that this culture is about? And uh, you know, how can I honor that through the music without, um, make it a caricature of it. As far as uh, soundtracks, um, is there other, what are some of the games? Cause I saw you posted a few of the games that you liked uh, to listen to and inspiration. Can you tell us uh, more about that? Like for me, I remember back in the day with uh, Final Fantasy seven, I remember when mm -hmm. I got it on PC, the PC version did not have the orchestra. So when you got to Sephiroth, it actually played MIDI music and it just killed me because on the PlayStation, it was so beautiful to hear that people, you know, chanting, I guess in Latin and things like that. And also Parasite Eve. I love the music from that. What's some of the games that, you know, inspired you that you like? Uh, yeah, like I said in that, uh, there's just there's so much out there. I don't want to, uh, you know, offend people by not naming things. I will say, you know, in the beginning, the reason why... I got in the industry was because of uh, LucasArts games. So I was a huge fan of those games, um, uh, like like Grim Fandango and uh, the uh, what's the one they're doing right now? Full Throttle, oh, uh, yes. the remake. Of that. Um, but I remember that game like had some of that interactive stuff I was talking about, and I realized it when I was playing it. I was like, oh, that that music switched from when I you know crawled up the side of that building to when I got to the top. So it was really kind of cool in that way. Um, uh, but lately there's, uh, there's just so much good stuff out there. Uh, like I said, I finished horizon zero dawn, which had some really cool moments in it. Um, of course you can't talk about, you know, video game music without, without talking about journey, which, you know, won a Grammy for music. Uh, that's just beautiful stuff. Um, you know, the, God of War series was an epic series. Um, Splinter Cell, when they got Amon Tobin to do the soundtrack, that was like amazing to me. Um, and I was a huge fan of the this, this Splinter Cell uh, IP already. Uh, stuff they're doing with Mass Effect. Um, I don't know. There's just, <laughs> of course, oh, Skyrim. Skyrim is oh, one yes. of those games where, yeah, I play it and just you, you get to a town, you're like, oh my God, I got to just stop and listen to this. It's unbelievable. That's, that's one of those scores you're like, I, I wish I had written that. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I'd come up with that stuff. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, there's so much stuff out there, you know, that um, inside, like the, the limbo inside, um, sound, they're not really soundtrack, they're not really music, but they are music. And if you've played inside, um, just the sound design along with the music of there is just really innovative and, uh, cool. Um, I don't know. I could go, I could really go on and on. There's so much good stuff. <laughs> well, 
Oh, definitely. And I think it just like how games have gotten better, music has gotten better. Even though, I mean, I loved the Mega Man themes. Mega Man 2 was one of my favorite soundtracks back in the day, even though it's just MIDI and, you know, simple t- tones. I mean, I love mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, one of the questions I thought that was really interesting on the AMA was they were talking about in uh, Smite, if you had the opportunity to create anything, because maybe at the time, there's just certain restraints or budgets and you were talking about how it'd be great to mix different genres together to create different music and maybe have like an orchestra. So like if you had full reign, full budget, could you tell us maybe just one thing or, or a couple of things you'd like to, you'd love to be able to try or do? Uh, with Smite? Yes. Specifically? Um, well, if I had the budget, I would like to go and actually record a full orchestra and choir for the, the score I've already done. That would be uh, step one, because um, all that stuff is done in my studio through uh, through magic, <laughs> studio magic. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, Smite is is. I was kind of able to do what I wanted to do. You know, I started. I think I mentioned this. I started um, with it being just a full choir. I wanted to have like, you know, just a hundred piece choir with no instruments. If it was just all just it, it just seemed epic and angelic to me, right? That if you just had just singers singing the whole score, um, I think that would have been amazing. I'm not sure that would have fit the action quite how it should. Uh, and that's the reason why I went ahead and just stuck the epic uh, orchestral stuff in the bottom. Um, luckily, you know, now I do get to to try a bunch of different things, you know, from, you know, doing the rock chat. We haven't done a jazz thing. It'd probably be cool to do like a a big band arrangement of of some of the smite things, depending on you know what the event is. And um, so that's actually kind of how I, I think about it now is uh, you know all these little blocks of music packs that are coming out. So what can we do that we haven't done that that would be interesting and uh, you know fun to do? And luckily, I do actually get full reign to to do that kind of stuff. Maybe not full budget but <laughs> i don't know i actually haven't asked i haven't asked lately they might you know they might be making a lot of money now so i can do what i want <laughs> so i know that the smite fans will, will kill me if i don't at least ask even though i know you probably can't answer it, but at least music wise is there anything new coming out that you can talk about um uh, i can't i just finished something um last night actually no yesterday See, they, it all runs together when it's when it's crunch time. So, um, I can't say what it, I don't think it's an announced, so I can't really say what it is, and I would I would uh, I'd get sued. So I can't really tell you. But there's there's obviously they're they're thinking about lots of cool things, um, and you won't be disappointed. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I saw in there, and is this right that you have an album that's dropping today? I, I kind of jokingly said that. Oh. Um, it was funny because like, he asked that question as like, I don't have an album ever dropping. Um, what did come out was uh, Tripwire's uh, game, Red uh, Rising Storm to Vietnam, which I did the score for. And technically, that's um, actually technically it came out yesterday, but um, that's an album drop for me because the soundtrack is included with the deluxe edition of the game. Oh, so that's right. usually the extent of. Um, when I drop albums, that's how they're dropped. They're dropped in games, not actually as 
like full releases anymore. So, um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I got from that. <laughs> so, I mean, in gaming in general, I know they asked about Smite if you play, and you were talking about how you you know you don't really play as much as you used to. But overall, in games, do you do you get time to play games? Is there games that you specific games that you like? Uh, yeah, I play games all the time. I mean, that's that's it's what I love to do, and also I do it for research. Um, what did I? What am I doing now? I just finished Horizon. Um, I started one. Um, I want to say it's the Stanley Parable. I could be wrong about that, but. Uh, somebody recommended that I should play that just because it's kind of this quirky little game. Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, so I pulled that down on Steam. Is that the one? I mean, am I, is, is this the one, if I'm thinking of it, where you're basically starting an office building? Yes. And you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do. It's almost like Groundhog Day. Right. Okay, it has so a that's... great narrator who, who makes jokes like if you die or exactly. mess up. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That we're totally, yeah, that narrator reminds me of the, uh, the Bastion narrator, right? Oh. That's always telling you. The hero decides to look under the crate, or he doesn't, and yeah. continues to walk. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, I got that from that. So there's that. Um, there's a cool game on the PS4 that was free. I'm terrible with names of games, um, but um, it's something about like you're in a spaceship and it's about like saving love. So it's a co-op game where you're you're each of you are driving kind of the spaceship around. Uh, it's in 2D. Uh, and each of you has a role. One of you drives it. One uh, controls the shields, and one could control the guns. And you could switch uh, things around. But it's a great like couch game that that's out on the PS4. Kind of like Overcooked. I don't know if you played that, but that's a super fun uh, family couch game as well. Um, but besides that, I'm kind of in between big games. I just read that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed to 2018, which was my, um, I want that so bad. Yeah, that's a, that was a great <laughs> game. That's the game I want. Like, I I almost want to install Red Dead Redemption 1 just to, just to play it and get back into that world. But uh, those are definitely, like, if I were to pick a genre, those are the games I like where they're, they're kind of open world and, you know, set in a time that doesn't really exist right now, like the the Skyrim thing, the Red Dead Redemption, where you can just live there and um, uh, really explore and almost um, get too involved with characters, <laughs> you know, where, where when they die, you kind of feel bad about it. And, uh, you know, that kind of stuff really just interests me a lot. So I'm, I'm waiting for that game. If you have a recommendation, let me know. I'd love to, to play it. Do you have a favorite classic game, like from, you know, eighties, nineties, something like that? Um, from the eighties, it would be Joust. Uh, we had one like down the street from me, like in a gas station. And if you think about it, like you're, it's really, it's really innovative. Like there's, it's a, ostriches that fly, which they don't, <laughs> and you're driving, you're, you're riding them, and like the mechanic is like you're controlling them, you know, by by hitting the button like the wing flaps yeah. and you know the direction so it's like i didn't think about that until like later in life like how kind of innovative that was at the time where you know you most games were just like maze games or you know like platformers but this was a platformer but it was you had to like it's almost like physics based right where you're flying this bird around so yeah that's 
that's my my classic. I love whenever I see it in the arcade, I'll play that game. And um, I actually have a, a arcade game or arcade machine here that I've put Mame on, and I can play that every now and then. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last question. I know that on the AMA you posted like links of where people can find your work and listen to music. Uh, can you give us like information for people that want to go learn more about you and listen to some of your music? Yeah, if you go to uh, rickwoodmusic.com, that has uh, a bunch of music on it from uh, all the major scores I've done. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Chris Rickwood and on Instagram at Chris Rickwood. So you can find me there. And I, and I try to post different on both so that it's, um, you know, interesting in both ways. And so, you know, there's not a, a cross pollination of information on those things. Um, but yeah, there's also a SoundCloud thing out there too. So if you go to my website, that's pretty much where you'll find everything. All right. Well, you know, Chris Rickwood, ongoing composer for smite <laughs> not skype smite <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for joining us today it was great talking with you you too thanks for having me